away, take it away, feeling too good to me. Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be. Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough. Too caught up in your love. I've been trying to forget, but you won't let me. Something in my brain wants you. I've been hanging by myself, asking for help, but nothing seems to work on you. Yeah. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Lance Curve Live. I must apologize for yesterday. I promised everybody that I was going to go and come on live last night, but I actually stayed up until about 8 o'clock in the morning, you know, doing some work. And on the back end, like I said, I'm at the point now. And please let me know if you can hear, hear the sound properly. We came in and slid into home base. Me and Mr. Skurve took a run out. And don't forget, we have Positively Angela. Tonight, what is it going to be? Uh, well, it's going to be 8 o'clock Eastern time. It doesn't change. And um, this is not going to be a long show, but I'm going to start to pepper the day with more live shows. And, and as I set up to spend more time on the property, I'll be getting even more content that's recorded, but I'll always do something maybe on my phone. Um I really want to blend in everything, but I will tell you that even though I went to bed at that time, I did a full several hours of sleep. I slept for nine hours. I didn't wake up until five, five o'clock my time, which is really like one o'clock your time. So, but the equivalent to me, it's five. And I was like, wow, my body's trying to tell me something. Now I'm sitting here and I tried to rush. I made the original show time for 1015, my time which was 6.15 your time, and it should have been 6, and the banners still say weekdays from 5 to 7. I just realized that, and I have to correct that. They let, like a little small bit of details that I have to do. But like I was saying, I'm at, I'm at the point where now I can't handle all of this work and create, so I'm going to have to outsource some of it. But it's, it's not hard, but it's, it's it, you, you got to learn it. You got to know it. And it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. And I'm not bigger myself up, but I make it look easy because I've been doing this for so long. You know, if you own a huge warehouse and you know where 
every bit of uh, material and, and items in the different closets, the different keys, you can go in in the dark and you can run shop. You see what I mean? So that's the way it is with me with the programs that I have. You'd have to learn. But by the time you get the knack of it, it'll be a couple of years, the way I do it. See? So, but everybody has their own way of doing things. Not even check my appearance. I'm going to show my face. I ain't going to lie. I still got some Kalaloo and some gluten-free pasta in front of me. I didn't finish eating yet, but I said I'm not going to push the show back anymore because, as always, this is basically a freestyle. You know, it comes from the heart. Little things happen. And, um, you know, let me just say, oh, Yala, yes. Those two things there that you made, those little words there, they're the bomb, they're potent, very intense. You see the responses you got. Master Glam, the same thing. You know, when you speak, both of you speak, the world listens. And we have G-Man here, right? And Reese, 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 I was trying to send you a message the other night to say that we were on uh, the conference call, which we still will do that after this. And we'll end it probably around the time of Positively Angela's show. And I still need a little more time to... um set her banners up and set her links up, you know, so it's really crunch time with a lot of things for me. And again, I'm not patting myself on the back, but it's a lot that I do. I'm not going to lie. And I love it, but just thank you for bearing with me and thank you for standing And sometimes I drop off of sleep and maybe have a brain fart or some pre Alzheimer's. I don't know. I hope it's not that, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'm only human. I got like five things in my mind going on at the same time, all the time, even as I'm speaking now. So let me switch to this banner. I don't want anybody to run too fast. I have a, the, the screen is going to be my actual mirror. So if I got something stuck in my tooth or whatever it may be, so let it be. We keep things real. And I'm going to show you as proof. This may not be centered. Let's see when it comes on. Okay, I got to drop this down a little bit. Drop this table down a little bit. Do I have anything in my, in my mouth? No, I think I look pretty much okay. I'm acceptable. Got to move over here so this thing is not hitting me in the head, and I'm good. The lights were there as always, so it's set. Now, let me go into the chat room and chat with everybody. And, um, oh, you've been sick sick for two weeks. So wait a second, Reese. I mean, you, you've you been on the show, chat room, but we didn't know. And let us know so we can send our good energies to you. When I say prayers, I don't mean in the, in the Christian sense, but from one human to another, the good energies that we, we have – and we were running out there. We did a long little, well, not long. I had my other camera with the settings. I changed the settings on it, you know. So um, let's see how this walk and talk comes out. The other camera I use is a little bigger for the real walk and talk. So I'm going to see because this is smaller and more covert. But anyway, I hope you're doing what you have to do to feel better. You know, I'm not going to ask you what it is publicly, but I'm just saying. Um, we just all want you to get well. Take care of yourself. And look at me. I'm always dogging myself out, right? And um, sometimes I feel a little weather, but I keep pushing through. That's what it's all about. But no, seriously, you know, in this world, the way it is, you know, sometimes we get so caught up. And I have a rooftop that I did earlier. Let me see how far along that is. It will probably be up after positive. 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40%. Maybe not. When did I put it on? No, oh, it'll be up in the wee hours. And I brought up some good points. It was a very abstract thing. So you think I'm lying? You think I'm lying? You think I'm lying? Look at this here. It don't look right because of the green screen behind me, but that's pasta and Kalaloo. Look at that. It is so good. And I was just hitting my stride. And I'm like, I can't push it back anymore. So I got to sit here and look at it. And I don't use regular cups sometimes. Mr. Skirt made some uh, lemonade for me in this big, I drink a lot but it's not too much sweetener. It's just a little bit to taste. So, you know, I'm not going to get a sugar rush or anything like that. But yeah, um, make sure reason. I want all of us to get together closer. We don't have to be in everybody's business, but on a cyber level, this is your cyber family, you know, and um, I like that feel. It doesn't have to be a million people, you know, and I, I'm just happy that you understand where I'm coming from and all that we are doing. Mr. Skirvin to the property today and did some more phenomenal work. She's going tomorrow. Um, I got some things to do in the afternoon, but that's not going to stop me from getting my footage, right? The abstract stuff that you love. So why did I, uh, let me stop this thing from scrolling to the bottom. I got to be mindful of the time also. As a people, 
I'm so relaxed. I don't know. Some people get all stiff and everything. Relax. I'm glad to be here with everybody, right? But as a people, we still have a long way to go. And I put up on the banner, and I made that banner in like three minutes or something like that. I'm going to flash it again. I just want to clarify something that on this particular banner, we have Black China. And most of us kind of know that, or we heard that Black China is removing that ridiculous looking BBL booty that she has and other plastic surgery and her face and silicone. And I don't know how much she's gotten. I mean, I know people out there know more than me and they'll tune in for the first time and say, you don't have your facts straight. Well, I'm not going to study up on the situation. Um, the bottom line is that she's reversing what it is that she has done to herself because she says she's on a whole new level. And it made me think about her, women like her, all of us who are going through changes, men also. I'm not necessarily saying men with silicone and booties and plastic surgeries. You do have some trannies and, and transsexuals uh, like that, um, whatever you want to call them. You know, I've known some personally also. I'm going to tell you all about that too, not as a customer, <laughs> okay? But we're all going through changes. And my thing is we rally around with each other when one of our young men or young women get shot, or let's say the young women, the young men get shot. It's not as many women, but they do also get it too, but they get beat down and disrespected. And we rally around that and we go back to business as usual. And I'll take this down in a second. That this is not me bashing black women when I talk about this specific aspect of the whole overall thing that I want to say. I'm saying that 12 minutes in. That this is not about bashing black women who even do plastic surgery and BBLs and all that stuff. It's not a hate thing. It's an understanding thing. Because I think that we need to go beyond our own personal bubbles and try to understand why people are the way they are and why our people are the way they are and what drove them to that point instead of ridiculing and just putting them down. Because if we truly love our people, we want to help them. Now, we're not going to take disrespect and take foolishness from them, even when they're in that state. And we do have to be long-suffering because at some point in many of an individual's life, they're not ready to hear the obvious. Because at the midnight hour, I do feel that they know what it is that they have to do. So I'm even going to withhold my applause for Black China to undo what she's done. And I have a reason for that. But this is not to bash Black women because this is about all Black people, African people, melanated people, copper-colored people, indigenous to the planet, the original people on the earth, whichever way you want to refer to yourself, we are the original, we are the best. And that's why everybody wants to breed up with us. And that's why they took away the word mulatto and says now that we are biracial, okay? They want to include it now. They want to make an alloy out of their race. An alloy is stronger than, than the original, right? So they want to use us for that, kill us for our melanin. Oop, had, <laughs> having a brain fart. But anyway, um, and even my, my uh, head count here is, is getting haywire. I said nine, then it said 24. They're messing with me already, and I know that, and I don't even care. It's not about that. So let me just switch on over. Let me take this off and let's go back to the wrap. Now, the reason why I say, and I have a lot of lights on me and I am, we were, we were footing at home. So I'm, I'm still pumped up. I tell you, Mrs. Scurvy can go in the kitchen for five minutes and whip up something so nice from scratch. Unbelievable. Excuse me. While I do this hood style with this little bit of iced tea slash lemonade. It's good. It's good, 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 good. I need some more hydration. But anyway, let's just continue with Black China. And I'm going to pull it on out to other things. And I've got to watch the clock. I'm not in a rush, but I'm not going to be here for three hours because at some point we have to, at midnight for me, eight o'clock for you, we have to have Positively Angela come in. I still have to make the banners and make the link for it and everything too. But that being said, now let me see. I'm going to have to shut off my WhatsApp right now because we can't have these noises. Oh, okay. I see you. I see you, brother. I'm going to come into the chat room. I had my screen covered. So I'm going to um, 
come on in there now. I'll be there now. Right now. Let me clear these things up. I got a gazillion pop-ups, right? So Kevin Clark is in the chat room. Let's open it up. All right. Yes. Damn it, Lon. I can't take it no more. I was messing with this guy. That's that. Wait, wait, wait. That don't sound right. I was, I was making fun of this guy, right? <laughs> don't sound bite me, y'all. Somebody will be like, yeah, and mix it together. He said he was messing with a guy. But anyway, um, this guy named Sydney. We all played softball, and he's a little older than me. And as I was a young teenager, and um, I kept poking at him. I kept poking at him. I kept poking at him. You know, um, he had the agility of a monkey. I'm not going to call him that, but he was like, he was. And so when he would really run around the bases, he would get low into the side. And, you know, we, we were young. I wouldn't even, you know, say the things that I said. I didn't call him a monkey now. Right. But I said that he had a tail like a monkey to get around and balance and run so low to the side. He would he would hit the ball out with softball over the fence and he would run like, okay, you have the you know first, second, third, and it's a, it's a diamond, it's a square. But he had a way of running like in a circular way, which he would like a motorcycle that was leaning over. He'd lean over and he was getting it. And he was leaning over so much that he would touch the ground to not fall, right? So we'd make these funny noises. And, you know, he was always on the other team. And he was, you know, he was long suffering and whatnot, but one day he couldn't take it. We were at a, it was a PAL type of thing. And it was a junior high school, 226, where I went from, for, for middle school. We called it junior high school in New York. And so while well, we were all getting our awards for, for the team, and there were other teams there. Some teams got, one guy got an award for best this and best that, whatever. So, um, okay, no sound. Let me see. There's no sound. Let me know if you can hear sound. If everybody can hear it, then uh, G-Man, you might be the only one who, is it G-Man? Yeah, he said no sound. What's happening? Um, <laughs> Kevin Clark said he looks like it. Too. You said that. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I said he had monkey agility. <laughs> right? So anyway, we were giving out the awards, and, and, and he got an award for something because they were giving team awards and, and individuals. So everybody can have a little, you know, a little flair with it, right? So they gave him one and I said something and everybody cracked up, right? So he was heading out this way. So he turned around when I said what I said, he acted like he was gonna go out around the whole aisle, stepping over everybody. And he said, dumb it, Lon, I can't take it no more. And punch me in the face. He punched me in the face. How old was I? That was what, 1977? I was 14 years old, right? He I mean, I couldn't even get away from it. Yeah, I couldn't even duck and get away from it. He punched me square in the face. And then um, he said, okay, Lon, forgive Lon, Lon, right? It's Lance, but he would always, his accent would call me, call me Lon, Lon. And he's Jamaican, but he was a type of Jamaican brother and family that was like, they were disconnected from Jamaica, but they had a jacked up accent. Like, so I don't know how that happened. So, um, he grabbed me and said, okay, okay, Lon, forgive and forget. Man, you just punched me in the face, man. What you mean, forgive and forget? And he got, and I'm like, okay. He got his award and he sat down and I was like, do I do something? I don't know. I, I even forgot how that kind of, because we made up his friends, but he, he punched somebody in the face and say, forgive and forget. Nah, you're supposed to take one back, right? But anyway, um, like I was saying back uh, with Black China. She, and this is not about women, I'm starting out here, not about black women, right? There are a lot of our sisters out here who feel, this is not everyone now, I'm not saying this about everyone, please, the other people who are new, don't come at me no kind of funny way. But some in this social media era, because those of us who have maybe a few more decades on us, we remember what it was like without it. And I will say, although I utilize it, and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but I utilize social media to the utmost in what I'm doing with the platform, but I'm not one who just absorbing whatever's thrown out there. I pick and I choose. Sometimes I pull over and smell the roses and watch something, but it has to do something for me, right? So there are a lot of our sisters and brothers, but I'm speaking about sisters now, who feel as though they don't have it. They feel as though they're not good enough. They feel as though they need something. Whatever the motivation is, that they might not even know what the motivation is. 
they, they feel like, wow, you know, I need to slap a little bit more butt on me. I need to do some of my cheekbones. I need to make a straighter nose. I need to blow up my lips. I need to do the breasts and all this stuff. But you're the same person on the inside. And now you still can't get satisfaction when the men gawk over you because that's not you. And you know that they're not coming at you for you. They see that backside. They see the lips. And a lot of our sisters ended up looking like a carbon copy of each other. The individual unique attributes that they have are gone. And it's just a lust thing that they incite in most of these men. Come on now. I don't think anybody would disagree with me if I said that someone would go up to them and say, hey, sweetheart, damn, you got a nice BBL. Damn, that titty job that you had is so nice. I want to marry you. That's superficial. Because if you're going after a woman for that, then it's the next one that may look a little bit better. Booties are coming off the assembly line naturally as we speak. I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking about on the 18-year-old level, which that means they're legal age. And if you're in Georgia, maybe you're 16. What I'm saying is always, always. And there's some who come out naturally a certain way. And like have you seen on the camera out here in Accra, there's some women that naturally look like they have a BBL in, this, in proportion. Let me pull this back up again. I should have really got more photos, but I didn't have enough time. Let me, uh, maybe you can see it here. I just want to make a point. Now, if you look at that, and I always say, I scroll this on the bottom so you can get the app if you haven't. If you haven't got the Landscurve app, you need to get it. It's not bootleg. Come on, where are you now? Okay. Okay, here it is. Everything is working on the delay. When I click a button, it takes like five seconds to appear. Move on from that. Okay, here we go. Let's go back to the, uh, okay, here we go. Now, now, look at her butt. I'm a guy that has a little background in, you know, competitive bodybuilding, but we ain't going to talk too much about that right now. But anybody in their right mind who looks at that will know that that's fake or a deformity. Because if you have any uh, degree in assology, which most men do, black men do, look at her legs and look at her backside. That is not attractive at all. If any man looks at her at, like that and thinks, thinks that that's a thing of beauty, something's wrong with them. Now, we can get sick or we can be in shape in a way where we're not in the best shape we should be in. And if you love the woman and she ends up getting in shape like that, then, hey, like I say, you know, for better or for worse, if your wife puts on 500 pounds and, you know, drooling and in a wheelchair or something like that, you still kiss her on the mouth and you love her. That's dedication. Well, what I'm saying is that if you're going to go after a woman just because of something that you know is fake, something's wrong with you. And if you think you need that, something's wrong with you. You see, that's why I titled this, and it's a wide open title. As a people, we still have a long way to go. And I could do 100 shows on this under that heading and specifically going into uh, with surgical precision on a certain particular topic. And I, th I will bring back that title again and have something else to focus on. But... We live in a plastic society. We don't even barter anymore. We don't trade off. If you have two watermelons and I have six pineapples, you know, give me the two and I'll give you the six of these because you have more watermelons and I have more pineapples. That, that, that's as organic as you can get. And then we had the, the currency, money. And one time it was gold that still had value. And over here sweating like a pig, but pay it no mind. I have 50 million lights on me, as you, as you well know. Boy, I want to take a little bit of a bite of that food. I am so hungry. But now we have the plastic. And you know we're moving into the digital currency. And they're going to crash everything. So we have no choice but to use that. They're forcing us into that so they can monitor everything, all of our transactions. Not to get off into a different subject, but we're going to.
each other as a community. But the plastic now, they really control it. And we live in a plastic society. That's the thing. You know, women now, they're getting these roses and battery-operated boyfriends, the plastic, the electric, you know, and they Who do you say I love you to when you have a dildo? Do you say I love me? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Do you call out your own name when you have an orgasm or approaching that climax? So these things help to disconnect us from each other. And as a people, we still have a long way to go. Well, if we're in this state of mind where we're so mixed up in the head individually, and the stones that are supposed to build the house are not proper, how are you going to build a good house if the stones are are, are messed up and we're all messed up to a certain degree, nobody perfect? I, I know that. Let me drop this table down a little bit. Okay, that works. I'm not trying to hit my head on this thing. Ooh, sharp. <laughs> but um, how are we going to do anything as the people? When we're not even going to have any unity. We're not. And the majority of us are going to fall off by the wayside. Like I said, we rally around and, oh, no justice, no peace. And then the clowns come out now, Sharpton and all of them. And go wear wires for the CIA like you used to. These frauds. And I'm going to say it again, like I always say it. These so-called leaders of the black community, we didn't, sh- we didn't choose them. There was no election for them. We're having a black leader uh, uh, election. You better be down here. The media, the powers that be, they designate them and they work for them because, again, they're just a pressure valve. We feel tensions in the black community. We, we start to want to start thinking about doing something that may not be too law-abiding in a revolutionary sense because we're getting killed off so much. And like Malcolm said, if they have a funeral on the south side, we need to have one on the north side. They didn't, they didn't like that, right? So they bring these leaders in to talk and say things. Yeah, wow, he's really socking it to them. And it gives us a sense of satisfaction where it takes the steam off of us where we really won't do anything at all because we feel we're making progress because didn't you hear how Al Sharpton socked it to him? Well, Al Sharpton's in the back room now getting his pay you know, with his little homo self. Okay. Did I black out on you? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Um, you're right, Master Glam. They're dead already. They're dead. You know, people know them. They're famous, but get rid of the, um, yeah, it, it was on my side, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I'm quite sure that Lost Connection for a while was on my side. But um, going back to the original point, there are more, more categories that we can fit into, where we don't have to be one unified force because a lot of us don't even want to be identified as, or identified with anything African or original or this. Many of us are so much with ourselves. Okay. Oh, no. When did it crash, Oyala? Because I know it crashed back in 2016, 17 for a little while. It crashed again? Wow. You mean an overall YouTube crash? Because that's a social experiment. They want to see how much and how we will react when they start to crash things because when certain things crash, you're going to do it simultaneously. Imagine the banks, all the banks crashed and then they crashed YouTube, right? And they shut down cell phones. Trust me, there'll be so much murder and panic and death two days ago. I'm I'm going to look that up and read into that. Wow. 
to let these things go. As much as I'm on it, I'm ready to let it go and get paper and pen and pencil and just draw more, get old typewriter, or just write more. That's what my foot, my feet are rooted in that era where you had to put your hands on things, right? Yeah, Silicon Valley, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then if that happened, don't you think somebody may make a move in on America or try to do something that might be more of a cyber attack? You know? And folks are so much used to leaning on things. They're so used to it that they feel it's their right. They're leaning on technology and they feel they get so used to it, they feel it's their right. Like right now, I've been, always had a car for most of my life as an adult. I don't have a car now. Don't need it. I understand when my blip is on the radar screen. It's so cheap to get around here. I'm going to get one, but it's not like I need this for esteem. Like, I'm over that stuff, and I never really was into that, you know? Um, we got to get to know ourselves on a deeper level and, and really enjoy it, just like Sister Oyala said so beautifully in, in the video that um, she spoke on. We, 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 the things don't matter. Take a moment and enjoy life. Take a moment and enjoy your friends or yourself or the people in your inner circle. You know, time runs short, and sometimes we don't appreciate what we had. But we have today. And we can go back to, to the past by bringing that flavor in the present. And there's so much fear-mongering going on. And I feel that on the spiritual level, there is something on a different level that's feasting off of us. I'm probably going to say that at every show. So all of this stuff, all this posturing, all these things, you better prepare. You better prepare. Cool. Prepare. And they tell you everything. Well, they were never telling us everything before about you know, Russia having a sub, sub, submarine somewhere off the East Coast and into international waters with nuclear capabilities. Why are they telling people that? I mean, we're supposed to know. We want to know. But they keep saying, they keep saying, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. We're, this is what's happening. Whatever. So, okay, it might happen. But never let those things change your internal workings. Enjoying the sunrise. Enjoying good health. And if you don't have good health, Work toward it and enjoy that journey. It should not change you. It should not change your equilibrium because there's some people who can't handle it. They're freaking out right now. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, this is happening. Oh, ain't nothing happened yet. They'll work themselves into a heart attack. And nothing happened yet. And maybe nothing will happen. They want to, you go into bad health worrying, show concern. Concern and worry are two different things. When you're worried, worrying about something, it's out of control. You're up in the middle of the night. No, I'm going to sleep. You should never, like my father said, never let anything stop you from having a good night's sleep and a good meal, enjoying a good meal. I'll throw one on in there, like I always say, and also a good orgasm. So you meet some... Oh, no, no, no. I don't need no sleeping pills. I'll keep it decent. But on a spiritual level, is anything really going to happen? Or is this to get us so roused up that those entities that are unseen to the eye are having an all-you-can-eat buffet on our fear? Because there's something not right about this time. And we as a people, which most people don't see us as a people, the enemy doesn't see us as a people. We're three-fifths of a human being, Right? And we don't see ourselves as a people because we find more ways to be separate. You got 10 people in the family. Let's just make this up to make a point. One person, I'm not like you. I'm an LGBTQ. I'm not like you. I was raised in the North. You country bunkins raised in the South. You know, I'm a Muslim. You're a Christian. I'm an atheist. And, and, and I'm a this. I'm a that. And we're fighting over the different categories. I'm a feminist. Not knowing that the whole feminist movement was for white women and, and you jumped along and messed yourself up in your own family. Again, you know, we're, we're just mixed up. We're never going to have any kind of unity as long as we all see ourselves different, which we have to understand we have great differences and we should enjoy that. But the common thread is who we are. Why? Stuff. Fixating over the stuff. And we get in public 
They get up on the podium, and yes, we're all one, and we're this, and we're that. And when the meeting's over, that old damn, you know, African so I ain't got nothing in common with them Africans, and, and, and you a brony, and you from America. And, uh, come on, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And I have to deal with it out here, too. Have to. I'm not going to say it's a big kumbaya moment out here, but there's nothing violent or nothing outright. But I'm looked at as being different. They don't see me as uh, 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 an African transplant because, first of all, I'm a brony to them. One guy seriously asked me after doing an interview with him, my friend, his name you might know, but he didn't say it on camera. He says, uh, Lance, can I ask you something? I said, yeah, sure. They did like this. Are you a white man? I'm like, what? <laughs> you can't tell? Look at these lips. Look at his nose. Do I have to have it flared out all the time to know? Am I a white man? Brother, I thought you were more intelligent than that. But you got to understand that when we deal with people, and I'm talking about us now, those of us who are ignorant to who we are, we sometimes assume that they have the level of awareness that you might have. Or maybe they may have a higher level of awareness than what we have. So we have to be able to, 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 to define pain where we stand. Nobody wants to think that there's someone who has more awareness, but there are people out there that have more than me. Please help me to learn, to get better. I don't take that as a threat or a put down. You know, and we have people who may not have our level of awareness. So we have to work with them. They have to be considered of the fact that they're not there yet. We got to go through all these uh, uh, assessments as we go throughout our day as melanated people. And it can wear us down. And then we have to figure out, how do you see me? Because anybody can say the kind words and fool you and have you thinking, well, and you find that they never thought of you like that at all. They only accepted you for a while to get something out of you or just to check you out and amuse themselves with you. So me being out here, there are many struggles, but I'm on a mission no matter where I am. Same table I had in America, some of the same equipment, whatever. I ain't miss a beat. I know what my mission is and what I have to do. But human nature fascinates me. And we had incidents in the last few days, minor things that I looked into deeper. See? And um, we went into a supermarket here, pretty nice supermarket where I, I know the owners that happen to be Lebanese. And um, they just as bad as the Caucasian too. But this particular gentleman, he's like, when I talked to him, and I was always over there when Mr. Skirk was in America for those nine months, we started to talk about certain things. And it surprised me how he was aware of how us as melanated people, African people, treat each other. This man was wise to it. And I want to say, don't think, I'm going to say it this way in general, don't think white folks don't know about us. Don't think that. They know us quite well. And other races and nationalities and cultures know us quite well. All our dirty laundry is out there on the internet and how, how we publicly, and this is how they know how to manipulate us excellently because they study us. And this is why they have us in their grip on an international level. In this particular supermarket, me and Mr. Skirva walking in and she had extra bags, um, woven bags, nice cloth bags that are really tough. I mean, you can put a car tie in that bad boy and hold it up and it won't break or rip off. And you have to do that because if you've ever been to Accra or Ghana, haven't been everywhere here, it's a big country. When you go into the markets and they give you a plastic bag, I mean, there's no one that I can show you. They give you plastic bags so thin. And they're packing it like they know that you're going to be able to walk down the street with no problem. If you have a carton of some kind of juice or almond milk, it's pushing through the bag. And when you lift it, I've had it where I lift the bag up and the groceries stay on the counter. That's how thin 
and we condoms are stronger than these bags, believe it or not. I might as well just get some condoms, you know, stretch them out and use them as shopping bags. No, you can't do that. But when we were coming into the store, we had those bags which are obviously empty, right? And Mrs. Skirv had her uh, her small bag. It's not a backpack. You can call it that, but it was one you had with a shoulder. And it was a well-made bag, okay? She 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 got it on sale, but she's, it's a really nice. If you see it, you're like, okay, that's a quality bag. So security guard, which he was a kid, he had to be like 15 or 16 years old. Maybe he was a little older and looked younger. But he asked to check her bag. So she said, listen, my money's in there. My credit cards, my IDs, my valuables and personal goods are in that bag. I can't do that. But he was very insistent on it. She says, no, I can't. If I can't, if I have to check my bag, we're going to leave. And I'm like, no, let me handle this, right? But he, as he, and I watched this transaction. As he's looking at her up and down, not in a sexual way, but just, he started to smirk. But it was a painful smirk. It was a smirk that let me know that he had his own feelings about the situation and how she took charge to say to him what it was. Remember, Ghana and many countries here in the motherland, it's a beautiful land, but culturally, they may not match up to what we're used to. And we know we have a lot of disrespectful men in America and the UK and in the culture, the bitches and hoes. We know that. But this is a man's country. And I'm not saying that like I'm reveling in that and enjoying that, but women are put down in, in, in the mostly in subservient positions and they're usually beat down in their spirit. And, like, ah. and the men dictate everything. Ah, blah, 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 you and so many men, not all, we have a lot of polite, well-traveled, well-versed men here, but they fall into that and they're used to having such a superiority thing over the female population, that when they run into somebody who's not going to take it, right, it's almost an insult to them. Now, Mrs. Skirv is probably damn near four times his age. He's not 15, but I'm just saying, like, at least three times his age. This guy couldn't be past 20 years old, but really is weak and skinny as he is. What was he going to do? Now, we weren't thinking confrontation, but we know that when you're a security guard, you're just the eyes and ears, you report, and you... You don't put your hand on anybody unless you try to grab something that's money stealing. So his smirk to me came from a long tradition of women being disrespected. And it looked like he really wanted to say something slick, but because he was on his job where he obviously needed his money, it hurt him to hold it in. So all he can do is offer a rebellious confrontational smirk that he held. It wasn't like a smirk. You just smile and just, and it goes and mm, 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 looking at her and he smiled. I said, man, is it funny? What are, you, what are you smiling for? I said, and I know the guy who runs the place. I said, let's talk to your manager. Oh, no, no, no. You can go. You can go. Cause now he's thinking like, uh Oh, they're going to follow through. I said, no, let's talk to your manager. I said, you know, he said, well, it's against the rules. And I know that they just gave me uniform and slapped him up there. There was no, bylaws or protocols or anything, right? So he let it go. But he held on to that smirk because he did not like a woman speaking to him, not in disrespect, but in authority. And then what made it worse is from somewhere else. And I had, my, I had my other camera in my hand that looked like, a, you know, because a lot of electronics here are a little bit behind. You can get certain things here, but the overall package, I had some nice things on. She had some nice things on. I had, we looked like tourists. Right. And I, I, for one, he knew I was from the United States. And, and, and it's a big thing to many people here, not as a put down, but again, to me, to them, America's the land of milk and honey. You could, it's heaven over in America. I'm not going to say I haven't had nice times and the people, my sisters and brothers who are in this chat room and beyond who I care for, who I miss, even if I never met you when I was there and I'm here, I still miss you. Because one day I'll come back and meet you. I'm connected to you. There's that unseen bond that we have. And I feel it, right? But they don't understand. Like, 
you come here and it's like when you are black, let's just say when you are transplanted, they don't look at you as African, number one. Many don't. Some who are wise and understand the global positioning of what has happened, they understand that. And it's a pleasure to find a sister or brother to speak on that level. But many, many who grew up confined with the blinders on, they don't understand it. So you got to school them. I said, brother, you smirking at me. Now, I know the person who runs the place, but I had to talk some sense into him. I said, you smirking at me, who is your brother that you don't even realize. And you're defending this place and they're paying you pennies on the dollar. And I wasn't meant to say or make it like I'm putting him down. But in that particular store, and I got along with the owner, but I know where he's coming from, but he understands black people. Wouldn't you know? I'm going to take off the rest of the handle and hold it in my hand and show you if you don't really know. You go down any aisle, like if there's an aisle and a major intersection in the store, which is there's like a several of them. There are three or four young ladies standing around talking. They're not customers. They work there. They're on their phone. They're on the phone. They're taking selfies. The owners may walk by, no problem. You can't do that in America. You better not look like you're taking a break, even if you're on a break in the aisles of a major supermarket or a major food chain or a Walmart or a Home Depot or Lowe's or Target. You better not. You better let them know, I'm going to break. Sometimes you got to look busy like you on break. Sometimes you'll get a break. We're going to cut break short today. We'll pay you for it, but we got to cut it short because it's too busy. And I'm talking about lounging. If you ask them something, they'll point out to you. If someone's at a place, they'll touch it, but they're right there just chilling. And I'm like, if you have this many employees in a store and it's several other uh, uh, stores under that same name, and I'll say it, the Palace uh, a Supermarket, the Palace Market. I know of two of them. There's one over there in, um, oh God, what is it? Well, there's two that I know of, and there's much more, but those are the two that I know. They have all these people, young black kids there, because there's not much sense of urgency. Many people here think that if they go to America, that's it. This big SUV is going to pop out the sky, the mansion, the this and that, not knowing there's a thing called credit, and you can get things beyond your means, and it looks good. Here, there's nothing like that. They're going to try to start to have it where you can get something, get a loan from a bank, but no, you better build your house on your own, take your time. If you want to get a car, you better save up some money. And they don't save up to get something new. They save up a, a, a working person who doesn't have much. They're going to get what they can get. That's why you see a lot of older vehicles on the road when I do my video. But you see new stuff too. There are people, there's a lot of money here, but not everybody gets a hold of it. They don't have the mentality to go after it and get it and take it. I say take. Because they're printing up money so fast in America, that has no value behind it, you know, but the way we treat each other, the way we see each other, the way we react with each other, instead of using it as a way to learn and elevate and understand so we can communicate beyond the propaganda, beyond what we were told about each other, you see, people who think that Africa is full of mud huts and whatever, and there's some downtrodden areas that I will People, I'm going to show you that too. You know, I live in an industrial area where there are homes off of the main road, apartments and stuff. In my home, you saw the video with my home up there. And um, you have very rich places. You have places that if you see it, you'll swear it was in New York City or Dallas and Atlanta and Chicago. Wow. So that's all over. Kenya is the bomb. Kenya is one of the fastest growing. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, man, I should have landed over in Kenya, but I'm not too old. You know, never know. Going over there, though, there's growth. There's, there's lots of uh, opportunities there. Um, so, you know, we need to research things for ourselves and have dialogue amongst each other instead of letting social media and social media tell us who we are between each other. Because, yes, we do have differences. Yes, we're not monolithic and we never will be monolithic, but we can find a common denominator amongst ourselves and that's my mission to do that instead of pointing fingers because 
the former slave master, a current oppressor and slave master, tells us we need to have direct communication and we need to be real about how we feel about each other as melanated people worldwide. That's where I'm coming from because I have some very frank conversations with people who are of my male and female and they tell me the real deal. We have some good sit downs and I wish that they would come on, but I'm going to honor it and it won't. And it, sometimes they say, well, they might know my voice, so they're not going to say anything, but take my word for it. There's a young lady I was talking to months ago, and I've known her most of the time that um, we've been here because she's been following us for years from over here before I even thought about coming here. So I asked her, and I, I said this before, and I'm just watching the time, it's 1120. Uh, positively engines coming on in 40 minutes and I've got to make the link and the banner and send it to her. So I'm going to probably cut in about five more minutes, but I'm up and I woke up at five o'clock today and I pretty much, I'm going to put that rooftop up. And tonight I do want to do a conference call. So if I do get on again, that's to really announce that and I'll talk for maybe 15 minutes and then we get on the conference call Then I can do my work while I have the earphones in my ear. We can get down to a good conversation that if it's private, I won't put it up. But if it's public, I will put it up for everybody to enjoy. We'll announce that in the beginning. But she told me, I said, how do you really feel about black men from America and black women? And she was shy. I said, no, no, listen, this is crucial. We have to be real with each other. You're not going to insult me because I have more of an understanding on the culture here. I know you personally, how sweet you are and how nice of a person you are. It's not going to hurt me. Tell me and tell me what you feel that others here, and it's not everybody, but others here who were born and raised in Ghana, never been to America, but amongst your friends and inner circles down through the years growing up here. How do you feel overall? How, how do they feel about Black Americans? <sighs> she said, you really want me to tell you? I said, you've got to tell the truth. I said, don't sugarcoat it. Tell me the truth. She said, argumentative, loud, uh, confrontational. Yeah, Mr. You, you should get them all with a voice cover thingy. Yeah, talking like the two. Yeah, yeah, like the spies. Well, you know, back in 1977, you see it all dark, right? They have that too. And it's inexpensive. And I forgot, it's a program you can put on your computer for interviews and stuff like that. If I get that, trust me, we're going to do it. Because a lot of these jokers are scared to get on camera. They don't want to say nothing controversial because here the population really is not about making waves and making trouble. I go to church and I obey the Lord and whatever, whatever. but they do. They, there's, there's a lot of dirt out here. You know, there's, there's a channel that I follow. What is it? Vibes? Vibes at five or Vibes in five? I'll drop it later on and I'll talk about it. This guy does interviews with some way out zany characters that are born and raised here in Ghana. Worse than America. I'm like, freaks um, and they tell it and not to the point where they'll boot him off but he's funny he's a funny guy but these people are serious and I've seen some of these people in the street like yo what's up what's up hermaphrodite there's one chick that is crazy anyway um, they feel it with loud or, this is not everybody but it's like stand away from you because you tend to want to be violent faster and you get loud and the women Allowed and the men want to settle things with guns and fighting. That's propaganda. That's propaganda from to keep us from from connecting with each other. Now you got folks over here who got issues on the sly, and they ain't perfect, right? But we need to talk more. So the good people in both on both sides, whether it's both sides from here to black folks in the UK or black folks in America to black folks in South America. Look, they don't want us to come together. That's the only way the minorities of the world, because some, certain people say they're a majority and you're the minority, and they got you so gassed thinking you're the minority in America that when you come here, you feel like the minority here. You're not. They don't want that imaginary dam and imaginary wall to break down, and we now step to them and say, hey, you can't cause no problems between us. We know we have different cultures. We know we came up in different countries, but we are people of the globe and people of the world. And you don't want us to realize that. 
And we are one, even if we're not monolithic in all of our practices and belief. But if everything was the same, that would be boring, now, wouldn't it? Don't you want, I'm saying symbolically, whether you eat it or not. Don't you want Chinese food sometime, Japanese food sometime, Italian food sometime, Jamaican food sometime? That makes the world go round. Let's, let's eat this tonight. Let's eat that tonight. Oh, what is it in your culture that you do? Wow, we don't do that. And I think that may be a little icky, but I can understand it and I respect it. But we have a common enemy. So let's find the common thread. Let's find the common denominator and make it work. That's what they don't want you to do. So they will whisper to you about this one. Oh, they're out there in mud huts and they're out there walking around and malaria is bad. Yeah, I caught malaria. I was bushwhacking around here half naked with them shorts on and I got it. Ain't catching sense. I know how to live here. I acclimated myself and know what to do. And most people here, at some point they will catch it, but it's just like catching the flu, right? Or getting pneumonia, which you don't get that much of, but you can get it, right? It is what it is. But we got to learn how to think beyond what we're told and have a hands-on dialogue with people who may have certain preconditioned notions about us and who we are, right? Preconditioned notions, told to them by somebody else, letting them know that, oh, America is better. And they want to go to America and leave all this rich land out here so they can come and take it over because they're coming over here in droves. I'm not saying like a whole lot fast, but they know that over here is the richest land and they're building their, their strong homes. And no, when I saw that, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm getting some of this. If people think I'm crazy, I'm getting something in this. I ain't paying no, no, I was going to say it. One of them people, a mortgage until I'm way old. No, I'm not doing it. Not that I don't say I don't want to earn, but I do my own thing. And if I earn less, I'm happier because I can be home. I don't have to rub my eyes. Oh man, I got to catch the bus and the plane, the train, and I got to, I gotta get on the highway. Oh, that's the traffic jam. I'm gonna be late. Yeah, well, two more times late, you're fired. You pressure and bills. And no, I woke up today at five o'clock, and I ain't feel one way guilty. And I got something to do in the afternoon tomorrow, and I might sleep until I, I don't know when I'm gonna go to bed tonight. Free. I don't want to be a part of that system. I'm still not technically all the way out of it, but it sure feels good to listen to this voice on the inside than the dictates of the world that want me to trade in my life force for a little bit of cash that is worth nothing. You take away my good days that I can be with my family, with my wife. I can be vibing on the phone or go visit my friends. And I got to worry about getting this piece of paper that's not worth anything because it's not backed by gold. And it hasn't been for a long time. A long time. And these BRICS nations are getting together and teaming up and thinking of ways to do, and they don't need the dollar no more. And what they're doing is back with gold, the real money. America's done, y'all. It's done. I was called crazy a long time ago. And I wish, I don't wish any bad on anybody here or anybody that I love, whatever, but I had to make the moves I had to make. I saw it. And I see so many other things. Prepare yourself. You know, discipline yourself. Because these days coming up may be rough. The things that we leaned on for so long are going to be gone. And it's like that wino that is on a subway train sitting down next to you. He's drunk and he's sleepy. And you got a long commute or maybe a bus ride. And and he's next to you, leaning on you, nodding out. You can't move because there's somebody next to you. But he's leaning his weight on you, probably almost putting his head on your shoulder. You're like, oh, God, this guy's stinking. He's drunk. I can smell the liquor. He's farting. I just, I, I'm tired. I don't want to stand up. There's no more seats anywhere else. What a joy it is when your stop comes. And you get up. And he's there thinking you still did. He just falls. Don't be like that wine with that falls. Stop depending on the things that you can do for yourself. 
because I'm always looking for ways to become more and more independent. Now, I do have to go in 30 minutes. Positively, Angela's coming, and I've got to work magic with the banners and the links and different things. And I just want to look in the chat room, and I missed a lot because I was just talking around in my mouth. But, um, yeah, you're right, Sonia Cotton. I want to see our systems restored where we didn't have a class hierarchy, poverty, diseases, and any of the dysfunctions imposed uh, uh, upon us in the West. That's the way I feel. And don't forget, Sonia Cotton, we're doing the, uh, the conference call thing lots of times. I'm going to put the number back in. I'm just going to keep reminding everybody. It's not like a regular thing we do every single night at a set time. But kind of like when we say I'm going to do it, and I still have to look at the piece of paper. Even though it's a simple number, I got so many numbers in my head. And this number reminds me of another number I had years ago. Okay, and I'll put... I'm not going to be on there right now, but if you all want to go on there whenever I'm not there, you can feel free to do it. Eh, I hate typing lowercase when I'm doing something like this. I'm going to have to definitely run, set this up, and I'll be back. Wait a second. Kool-Aid and got it stuck on my keyboard. Okay, there's the uppercase. <laughs> Better Kool-Aid than other things. <laughs> so I got to check people's history. <laughs> all right. What are you doing? Looking at all this porn. Okay, here we go. Here's the conference line. Just, just to have. Just to have. Everybody should have that number. Okay? Everybody should have that number. That's a direct line of the conference. And if you call there and there's nobody there, like hanging out, you're not going to hear anything. If we say 10 o'clock tonight or 2 o'clock tomorrow, we're all going to join the conference. It doesn't even have to be, be where we have a show. We can call in on that. And um, we could talk for hours and hours. And I usually upload those conversations. And if you want to say something private, we can make it a private thing that I destroy, that we speak some stuff. And we had, I'm going to say it again, we had a good tell-all powwow in that conference line. And uh, we're going to do something like that again. You know? But keep it. Keep it at some point tonight. Maybe after Positively Angela's show, we'll do it. Matter of fact, that would be the best time to get on the conference line. After her show ends... And she's coming on in 28 minutes, and I got to get out of here. Um, we'll do it, okay? And you got to have two or more in there for you to hear each other. It's just one person. You, know, you can sit there. If nobody shows up, don't get mad. And it automatically records. So anyway, let me get ready to skedaddle. I'll be back shortly. I'm not going nowhere. But as I do this, I will, I will kill this plate of, of Kalaloo and pasta that Mr. Skirv made for me that is a little cold now, but... Cold food does the job, too. It's calories. Trust me. So I will put this banging on song on again, and I'm going to make it short on, you know, as far as playing all these outros and different things, and we'll be back. Remember to come on back to Landscurve uh, on YouTube uh, for Positively Angela and for the word that she has, which is always uplifting. Much love to you all. I'll see you soon. Take it away, feeling too good to me Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough Too caught up in your love I've been trying to forget But you won't let me Something in my brain wants you I've been thinking by myself Help, but nothing seems to work on you. Yeah, you always make me feel like oh yeah. You never leave my thoughts alone. Yeah, you. You're the reason I'm going out of my mind. I just can't stop thinking about you. Yeah, maybe you're brave, boy, you're my weakness 
give and we take The love that we make It's my favorite drug Too caught up in your love I've been trying to forget But you won't let me Something in my brain holds you I've been hanging by myself Asking for help But nothing seems to work on you Just can't stop thinking 